We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. And welcome to this week's episode, which is to be action-packed. Okay. (laughs) You know what I think of when I hear action-packed? I'm scared. You remember the old Batman was pow, zowie, bam. You remember that? Uh-huh. That's what I think of, like the action pack. Okay. My mind's a strange. Why are you looking at me like that? It's not a strange. You're just fascinating. You really well, are. I, I just, I love doing that's life That's what the scientists you. will say when they so, get in my body one yeah. day. This, Hey, George, come in here and look at this. Stop. How'd he live to be that old? <laughs> so miracle. speaking of which have we, i don't think we've told uh our listeners the story of when uh we both went and had our physicals and the doctor sat down with our results brutal yeah and he sits there funny. and he beats you up he says to you he says you've got to change this about oh your i mean i may look fit as a fiddle but I'm really falling apart. Um, I have high cholesterol. All of my numbers are off the chart. Um, and then, it was bad. And then he turns to me. I kid you not. That's what he said. Mr. Sanders, he has these papers. You're a freak of nature. <laughs> he sure did. So, <laughs> he says your cholesterol is perfect. Yep. And you don't have, this has been years ago, you don't have diabetes. Mr. Sanders, you're just a freak of nature. He says, you got some good genes. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. catch up with me one day. And it has, but I've never forgotten that story. It was pretty funny. Uh, hey, this is, we're recording this before Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving week, yeah. And we just watched Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving special. Oh, it was so good. Snoopy's making toast and... Popcorn, Popcorn, jelly beans. uh, One of my favorite memories is whenever my grandfather was alive, my uh, grandfather Sanders, my dad's dad, (laughs) he was at the house and they were promoting Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. And he got so irate. And I had old Charlie Brown coming on. Uh, Charlie Brown coming on. I said, Pa, what is wrong with you? When that thing first came out, they ran that on the TV years ago. Got to watch Charlie Brown. Got to watch Charlie Brown. So me and your grandmother set aside the evening, sat down, see what it's about. And it's these little painted head people coming out. That's what he called them. (laughs) Painted head? That's what he called a cartoon. (laughs) Painted head people. It's these little painted head people coming out, talking to you. He says, I got so upset about that. And and, and he says, Grandma said, Jack, it's just a show. Well, they had rooked me into like they had rooked him into they had snookered him in he got all upset about charlie brown Mm. so uh it's a favorite of ours we like it yeah and uh and then black friday's coming christmas shopping Mm -hmm. in store online you know mostly online for me just because it's easier to just ship straight to people or I can find exactly what I'm looking for. I can lose hours in store trying to figure out the perfect gift. So, but you like? I like a little bit of store. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of going out there for hours on end. No. I will go find one of these massage chairs in a mall and I'll blow a credit card up. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Uh, but I'm, I like online too, uh, 
But I don't mind going to now, like on Black Friday. You like people watching. Yes. So that's really why you like to be in for store. Example, yes. I you will sit yes. in Starbucks at Target yes. and watch people for forever. That one mom at Target that year had six kids with her. Oof. And she had put eight bottles of wine in that in that buggy and i said well i guess that's about 1.2 bottles per kid <laughs> just i've never from no I mean, judgy no no there's no judgment here i mean we are presbyterian but i i mean i like now black friday we will probably go out to target probably one o'clock in the afternoon we're yeah, not gonna, we're not gonna be there we're not gonna the be there at 5 a.m mm-hmm. that's not our uh, that is not our gig we are now we used to do that and it was fun but we also don't take But it this. was also never driven by a particular item. Just fun. We just thought it was because we were crazy. Um, and we also spent money we didn't have. Yes. But truthfully. Today. In our early marriage. Yeah. yeah. But today, it's like, don't take this wrong, y'all, but if we want, I mean, we usually get what we want throughout the year to anyway. Yeah. So. Or we realized we could just live without it. So there's that's there's a, good a lesson point. there, yeah. but so. yeah, we just we go for the experience. I'm not a fan of huge crowds, and especially now. So we'll wait till later in the day. But I will say this: kudos to every single establishment that is closed on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, Thank you for that. Give your people time off. Yes. Pet peeves. Oh boy. What? What do people do? That drive us absolutely nuts. Now, you realize after this airs, nobody's ever going to invite us out to dinner again. I know, because we both share one pet peeve, which I guess is good because we're mindful of it in our marriage. Which is? People chewing with their mouth oh, open. Oh, my word. I just, I <clears throat> want to pop a napkin that way. Uh, for years, we have, would have college students and seminary students come through our home, mm-hmm. and we would mentor them. And at least once a semester, there'd be a, one of those boys. And what would you do with them? I would gently pull them aside and say, pretend you're on a date for the first time. You would make them. And we would, would have a little work. etiquette class. Yes. yes. You scared these boys. They'd never get married. if They, they didn't are learn. all married for the record. <laughs> because Just you taught saying. them how to chew with their mouth closed. And I taught them about how to behave at the table. And yeah. And I'll never forget. There was one student who came to the house sweaty and stinking. He had been to the gym and he came to dinner straight from the gym. Now. This sounds really snobby, and for that I apologize, but you could smell him when he hit the door. Keep in mind that his dorm room was less than half a mile from our town home. So I did. I sent him to his dorm and said, I will fix you a plate, and you can come back after you've had a shower. He went to the shower? And he went to shower, and he came back, and we had a delightful evening. He's married now, and he yes. takes showers. And- yes, he does. So, so that's good. Um, but yeah, please just chew with your mouth closed. So that's one we have in common. Let's talk about mm-hmm. things we that pet peeves individually. Let's start with you. What's a pet peeve for you with people? Bad grammar. Writing or speaking? Both. Okay. Although now I'm going to trip over every <laughs> word that I say today. <laughs> okay. But I just, oh, y'all, they're... There and they are. They're different. Trust me. T H E I R, 
T H E R E T H E Y apostrophe R E. I can't handle it when those get and people do it all the and time. And people make memes and, and they mis- then they're and misspelled. Then T H E N and T H A N. That just sets me off. Just yeah. Pet peeve. It, it, oh. it does not bother you, and I fix your grammar all the time. It does, it does <laughs> okay. For me, it's a lack of an open mind. Mm. Now, my pastor has often, had, I never forget this. He said, if you haven't changed a single opinion from age 20 until like 40, mm. he says, what have you not read? because your understanding of God and of Jesus should have grown. Mm. Your understanding of grace should have grown. Your, your understanding of the depth of your sin should have devastated your heart to the point that you see him a little bit bigger and a little bit more yeah. gracious. Um, so a closed mind, people who are... What is the expression, a <clears throat> Oh. A, closed a closed mind, mind is a closed book. Maybe. Something like that. Oh, yeah, no. sorry. I probably just butchered that. But so, reading does broaden your mind. Yes. And it changes your book. opinion. Yeah. Pick up a book for Pete's sake. Yeah. Um, Another one of mine is drama. And what I mean by this is not the kind of stuff that just lands on your doorstep mm. and it's an emergency or it's mm. unavoidable. It's people who crave chaos. Mm. And you all know who they are in your lives. It's the people that they, it's like they almost hunt it down. Mm. Or if a situation is bad, they need to make it worse. And that just drains the life out of me. Because sometimes people think if they can create drama that it gets them attention. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a I can't handle I'm, that. I'm not good with it. So, I And usually again, I will start to shut down. Yeah, I have great compassion for people who are walking through very difficult circumstances. I don't like the cry wolf people. Mm. It just So yeah, that's another one of mine. How about you? Men who don't respect women. Mm. That drives me up a wall. That will You want to see me come undone? Yeah, I've had to suppress you a couple of times Let and remind see you it. it's yeah. not our place. Let me see a man disrespecting a woman, uh, chewing her out in public, which you shouldn't chew her out in private, but uh, a man demeaning demeaning a woman, uh, telling a woman to shut up. I would say that goes both ways. I can't handle it. I can't handle when anybody is publicly demeaning to somebody. Again, it shouldn't be happening in private. but And then, uh, like, we have friends in the in the public square and they're, they're women and they have voices like on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and men will demean them publicly. Well, that's their own insecurity. And I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, another pet peeve of mine would be stupid opinions. <laughs> it's just <laughs> as dad would say, do you believe the crap coming out of your mouth? They do. That's they, they scary. do. Yeah. And, and there are some listeners right now thinking, Give us an example. Well, I don't want to give you an example of a stupid opinion because I don't want to offend anybody. Mm. But read a book, educate yourself, listen to more than just one newscast, listen to a whole plethora, read a newspaper or two. Yeah. Have a diversity of friends is what I would recommend to avoid that. 
if every one of your friends looks like you, thinks like you, acts like you, you're probably going to have some stupid opinions. If all my friends look like me, they wouldn't let us in a restaurant. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm not okay with that. Another one of mine is drivers. Everyone else on the road. Y'all. Okay. <laughs> I do 99% of the driving in our home. It is driving Miss Daisy. But she has a fake brake on her side of the car. And that foot will hit that floorboard. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we'll be sitting. Oh, my gosh. You wait for the road to go green sometimes. And you'll say, be out of taking that. I would have. Three times over. Have I gotten you in a wreck yet? Close. Actually, yes. Technically. Now, that was years ago, <laughs> and it wasn't my fault. It wasn't. It was a 14-car pileup the we weekend were, of Mardi Gras. We were the car number four. Yep. The police only responded because there were 14 cars involved. And basically what happened is we all rammed into the back of each other. Because a car passed us all and cut, cut, off, and, the and, first and cut off the first car and we all rammed each other. Some of these say something about our hearts. Well, they all do. It tells me I need to be more tolerant of people who have a different opinion, mm-hmm. who may not have read many books, um, people... I don't know about tolerating men who demean women. I think I could do a better job of like, because it angers me. But I need to, how do I say something without getting into a fight and ended up in jail? Or being demeaning to them. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess one example that, you know, I've loved getting to do this. It's funny to us now, but getting to mentor young men and teach them about table etiquette and behavior spin it so that okay if it annoys you then help one to be mindful of ways they cannot do certain things and at the same time if it's just something that i need to be accepting of be accepting but i hope i've saved a couple of marriages by teaching people how to behave at the dining room table and what's appropriate and what's not in certain settings but at the same time Even drama, that's one that I'll kind of zone in on. What may seem like just unnecessary drama to me, maybe someone's cry for attention. Mm. It may be a situation where someone is not seen at home or they are kind of bulldozed by certain people in their life. And so fake drama, what I've come to realize very often It's utilized by people who need to be seen. And that, sadly, is one way that they have found that they can get attention. So it's all in the response. I'm I'm figuring out that rather than just getting really irked about it, I need to figure out how to be there for that person. Because, yeah, it just sends me from zero to 60. But that's not a good response. So, And if if you want to understand my heart... Like, I can't stand when a, when a man disrespects a woman. Let me say this. Allow somebody to, like, disrespect you. I don't care who it is. You allow somebody oh, to Oh, there'll say, be a greasy spot. Yes. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You, I mean, you allow somebody to say something against you or say something. Uh, it's on. Yeah. So... That's where that comes from. Is Which that, I've had to rein in a few times because this is well, one we've talked about working no. together. and People should be Sometimes down. you have to let me fight my no, fights. No, but. I got a shovel. 
But I guess we'll end with this question. When do we need to necessarily practice candor over a pet peeve or when do we need to learn some tolerance? That's a whoo. Well, it's a, it's a big question. It's according to whether or not I have my shovel with me, I guess. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> Favorite holiday memories that weren't gifts. Yeah. Things that take you back to a great holiday place, but it wasn't something you unwrapped. Because here's the truth. All of us, as we get older, I, it sounds cliche, and it did to me when I was in my 20s, and I thought, you're just a cheapskate that doesn't want to buy a gift. The things that you remember are not material things. And the older you get, I think the more cherished these particular situations become versus I can't tell you half of what you've bought me through the years and that's nothing personal I'm just being honest but I remember everything that we've experienced together so and then there were some pre-B&K and one that stands out in particular we were with my dad and okay so moment of transparency I'm from a home of divorce and my parents were not together and so we would rotate holidays and I don't even remember how old I was I know I was under 10 and we were doing New Year's with my dad this particular year and I could have in my mind it could have been like 10 hours and it was an hour but it snowed really hard that night and us kids played outside for what seemed like forever in a day and the adults, they had no idea what we were into. I mean, we were sledding, running around, riding bikes. We were just having a good old time. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like model parenting because they basically just kept saying, go outside. And there was drinking and not by the kids. Oh. But it just <laughs> Let's say, wish that had been in your childhood. It sticks in my memory as one of the greatest holidays ever. Because oh. the adults were oblivious to us kids. We're all still alive to speak of it. So it was a win-win. For so. me, uh, we were never able to have kids. And so the college and this and the uh, seminary students that we would mentor throughout all the years, we'd have them over like a week or two before Christmas. And we'd fix a huge dinner, mm -hmm. and they would decorate the trees and help decorate the house. And we'd give them each a gift. The week after Thanksgiving, before they left for Christmas break. We would do And that. before finals, kind of, we lost them to exams and stuff. Yeah, we would go, some years they would go with us. We would go and pick out a real tree and set it up. And then we'd come back to the house, and we'd have those a big are, meal. Those are special moments. They really are. Because that's the closest to us having a... Like and again, a, I have a confession to all those beloved children of you'd ours. Go, you would go behind I redecorated yes, the tree did. every year. Yes, she would. <laughs> so to all the kids... I'm sorry. So I'd also say that uh, whenever Dad was alive, and we'd go home to Louisiana... And our niece and nephew and our friends, the Murrays, had come over. Those were special times. They were. We'd play dominoes. But don't take this wrong. Dad's gone, and he was like the glue of the family. And I saw he that was. quote the other day. It's like, yeah. and so now holidays are different. They're hard. And our niece and nephew are. They're grown. They're grown. Yeah. I mean, so it isn't the same. I mean, I love to see them. 
but Absolutely. It, it isn't, I mean, it isn't same for them. It's not same for us. There was one holiday where you, uh, we had the far friends, Jason and Lynn quarter, and they were over at the house and where we built our house here in Virginia, it's on a mountain. And so we have a great hill and there's a hill yeah. and you and Lynn, it was a Thursday night. We'd had college group and, and they snowed. lingered. It was really sweet. They lingered after everybody else left and our neighbor, Sharla miss her so much. And Lynn. Is you, Lynn, and Charlotte. Me, Lynn, and Charlotte. Charlotte lived across the street. We got some sleds. And we got our sleds, and we went sledding. Down Just the, hill. the three of us. And y'all wiped out. Oh, my gosh. We, we took out reflectors. Mailbox. We took out a mailbox. We took out trash cans. And y'all took out Cecil's. We baked a lot of brownies, Y'all took too. them. Y'all yeah. wiped out Cecil's reflectors. And I think you hit his mailbox. And you we took did. him cookies and brownies. And I remember Cecil saying, y'all can hit my stuff anytime you want to. As long <laughs> Just as you bring, bring me some brownies. Bring, bring me some brownies. So <laughs> We had a blast, though. Yeah. And we could fly. Well, yeah. Y'all did. Y'all we flew. Did. Y'all flew down that hill. Yeah. So... Uh, I would also say that one of my favorite memories have to be Dis- would have to be Disney at Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we were able yeah. to do that one year. We went after, I think we went during Thanksgiving. It was actually, this is crazy to say, it was three years ago. It was the last Thanksgiving pre-COVID. And we it had a particular reason tied to it. It was the five-year anniversary of losing my dad. And so we escaped. You heard my heart, and I I just wasn't feeling the holidays that year. So you booked us a Disney trip. We flew down on Thanksgiving Day, and we stayed for five days. We got to do the very Merry Christmas party, and I just bawled like a baby because it was just everything I've ever wanted Christmas to be, and it was really special. Sadly, a lot of that has changed with Disney, but... It was just perfect in every way. Our friends Stan and Jose got to join us. It was wonderful. And they even had fake snow on Main Street. And played so. Christmas music. You got to go on rides. A donut as big as my head. So, yeah. I remember that. God, it was massive. <laughs> and it was so good. You want to win, Miss? If a burglar ever just comes in Just bring a house, donut and the house is yours. Okay. I know this is totally off topic, but we can end on this. Yeah. I thought there was somebody in the house last night. It was kind of funny. So I had shut down that you had gone upstairs to take a bath. So yeah. I shut down the downstairs, uh-huh. made sure everything's locked, turn off all the lights. And I get upstairs to the top and the Alexa downstairs starts talking. You said something that triggered her. And I pulled a fist back. I'm like, Whoa, I like that. And you're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then I listen and I can hear it's Alexa. And so she's done that two or three times. Yes, to you. but. So I just said, you know, if she's ordering stuff off Amazon, I'd take another Godzilla ornament for the Christmas tree. <laughs> but uh, we used to have a Google Home, and it was really bad for that. So yeah, because it would that. tell you when it did updates. Like, You'd like, be sound asleep. We would be like watching a very intense movie, <laughs> and it would say, I am auto-tuning right now. We'd come out, and we would stand <laughs> up, scare us to death. Yeah. So... Woo, okay, that was a close one. So you can subscribe to the Peas and Parrots. Peas and Parrots? (laughs) You can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, you can. Or you can contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or just search for us on Facebook at Peas and Carrots Podcast. Polly, want a cracker? For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, 
visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. 